Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Chase Young is coming back to FedEx Field on Sunday. San Francisco paying a visit to Washington. Young, by the way, with his next half sack, will set a new career high. He's at seven and a half sacks right now in 15 games. He had seven and a half sacks in 14 games as a rookie. So in terms of sacks per contest, his rookie year more productive than this one in, in that one category. But if you look at tackles for loss, a career high, 10 this season. Quarterback hits with a dozen. He's two away from his rookie mark. Uh, he's gotten to San Francisco, and it's been a mixed bag so far. Uh, he had a half sack against the Baltimore Ravens, but he had a couple flash plays. In fact, if you watched the game, the play where Lamar Jackson ran backwards 20 yards and then across the field and bumped into the official and everyone got mad at the official. Like, he's supposed to know Lamar know. Jackson's going to be there. That was the funniest thing in the world, the reaction to that play. Like, the stupid ref, man. It's like, he, he couldn't be in Texas to call the game. Well, it's I mean, also a reminder, by the way, know, of like, how, like, they're just regular dudes, right? Like, these elite one millionth of 1% athletes that are moving around at such a rapid speed, they're all, they, it's like having a spy in there, like a regular dude at this event of these incredible athletes, like, he sees it coming and is like trying to backpedal and it's it looks so unathletic and awkward. Just a reminder that all these dudes who are running four threes at well over 200 pounds are different. Well, Lamar's the man. He's yeah. the, probably the MVP award winner. But he ran, the, the, the snap was at the 15-yard line. Yeah. The contact with the ref happened two yards in, in the, the end zone. zone. Plays should never be 17 yards in the backfield. I'm sorry. They just they shouldn't. Now, he might have done something miraculous, and that's cool. But when you bump into something that's back there, think about like the NBA where they're like mopping the floor away yeah. from the action. Like you're not supposed to be there right now, man. Mm -hmm. We kind of accounted for the play happening up there. And then he ran almost to the sideline as it was. So it's not like it was just right behind the play, 17 yards back. It was 17 yards back and 25 feet to the left. Oh, no, there's a referee. That's just bad luck. <laughs> that guy's face when they slowed it down in real time was hysterical, too. Because he knew he was about to become famous. He knew he was about to get some text messages. It was it was the cringe end all cringes, man. <laughs> it was the, the freeze frame is a 10. But I bring up Chase because he got a pressure on that play yeah. where Lamar like looped around running from Nick Bosa for his life and Chase happened to be there. And it sounds like I'm beating up on Chase. I mean, there's a lot of plays, though, where he's benefiting from a great defensive line. He's in the area. I'm sure there are plays where Nick Bosa or someone's benefited from him winning right at the line of scrimmage. But he had a half sack against the Ravens. He had a half sack against the Cardinals. That broke what was basically a two-game stretch where he didn't get on the stat sheet. He had a one-sack game against Tampa. Uh, that was his one full sack since he got to San Francisco at this point. So it's two and a half sacks total in six games with the 49ers. And in that time, he's got one tackle for loss. And what's interesting to me is I was looking up his snap counts. He's only playing about half of their snaps. You know, here, that was often 75% if yep. he was healthy, 80% of snaps and games where he was getting a good workload. He's basically playing about half the time. And obviously, they're loaded with personnel and talent. I understand that. But 
you would think he's a little fresher. That should help him, but it obviously makes it a little more difficult too. I'd imagine they're using him on passing downs mm-hmm. mostly, which should help him, you know, make more of an impact. But I, I've been, I've watched all their games uh, this week going back on on condensed Game Pass. He's noticeable at times. I, I think he's been fine. I've been kind of whelmed. He hasn't been great. He hasn't been terrible. Uh, and they only gave up a, a sandwich, you know, third to a fourth round pick. But uh, I'll be curious to see what happens Sunday because he went on record to say that he's viewing this as any other game. The media asked him about coming back to FedEx and playing the, the Commanders, and he said, "Ah, oh, it's just another game for me." You know that's not true. Of course, it's not true. Zero chance. The, the the group that you don't like or gave up on you or moved on from you is standing on the other sideline. You mean of- the guys that didn't pick up your? Yeah. Option to get you $18 million next year? Of course you'd want revenge. That's Are you kidding me? Of course you want to win by 16, have seven sacks, and do every dance that you possibly could muster uh, to, in, in celebration. Yeah, 100%. What do you make, and this is not a chase question. This is more general. I'm not beating up on him. Why don't players admit that these games matter more to them? I would say about 85 to 90% of the time, Guys do what Chase did. Yeah, it, like, it's, oh, it's the standard. Game. You rarely, but occasionally, will have a player be like, of course this game means so much. But I wonder if you're Chase, like, what is the drawback? It's not bulletin board material. It's not like you're saying, I'm going to have my greatest game ever. I'm going to torch them. You know, Andrew Wiley can't hold my jock. I'm going to torch Cornelius Lucas mm-hmm. every single snap. You're not talking trash. They say, does this game mean more to you? Why can't you say, you know, big smile? Yeah, absolutely. They cut me. Or, or I guess in this case, they, they moved on from me. They didn't pick up my option and then traded me. For not that much. Right. I don't like that. You could even say, like, I don't love that staff. I mean, you don't have to go that far. But right. he, why, he, why do players not like doing that? Here's why, to me, it's a, if you declare there's more on the line and then it doesn't go your way, it's, it's worse. It doesn't look very good. Does it, though? It does. In other words, if you go, I want to do extra because I'm so motivated in this game. Then if you go out and have, if you do nothing, just for whatever reason, there's a million different circumstances. But I'm saying he doesn't have to say, I want to get a sack. No, I understand. If he just says, when they say, hey, you're going back to Washington, does this game mean any more? Instead of going, no, they might as well be the Bears to me. Yeah, this game means more. I'm excited to be back there. I'm playing in front of my family. It's Mm -hmm. the place that drafted me, that told me they didn't want to pick up my option, and that traded me earlier this year. This game means a lot to me. And then if you go out and you play your 26 snaps and you, you have, you know, no sacks and one or two pressures, just like, you know, the other games in San Francisco, it looks bad. It looks bad if it doesn't go well. Um, that's one, number one. And number two, it's a it's a team thing because it makes it look like your agenda is more important than where the team is going. They, they, they like to win the game and they want home field, not like catered to everybody's agenda. It's it's just one of those things that's that's expected and standard in sports. But I'm with you. It's like. Dude, it's so obvious. It was obvious that Daniel Murphy wanted to shove it on the Mets every time they played. That's why he went 19 for 7 <laughs> in, every, in every series with nothing but home runs and doubles and base hit after base hit. It clearly mattered more. So it's okay. It's human nature. So, of course, it matters more. But you have to go through this exercise. It's just it's standard, and I'm with you. It's, it's a little bit puzzling. I understand the saying what needs to be said instead of the obvious thing plenty of the time. I just think in that case, there's no downside. Right. Your point is, if he doesn't make a big play in some way, maybe he doesn't look good. But I guess I just don't even agree with that premise. I think. So you're extra motivated and still did nothing? I think it's kind of the the gotcha type thing. Maybe it's just the position he plays. If you're a quarterback, it's like it's 
obvious when you have a bad game. Mm-hmm. A defensive end having a bad game, no one will notice, really. Yeah. I mean, it just means you didn't get a sack, you weren't impactful, and you got moved around in the running game. How many people are really watching down in and down out? And it just feels anecdotal when they go, oh, Chase Young got moved around. So the stat doesn't show it much. I mean, you've got that covered. You've done that in half the game since you've, <laughs> I know. you've been there. But that doesn't mean he had a bad game. It just means you know he might have done everything he was supposed to do on every single play, and he had zero sacks and you know one tackle and one pressure. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, totally. I just think at his position, there's no real downside. 